you may have realized that being healthy feels different than it did in the past now that you're over 50. If you want to maximize your health potential but don't have time to read through overwhelming pages of Google links, this is the show for you. Welcome to Healthy Tips After 50. We love doing the research, finding solutions, talking to health experts, and learning what works and what doesn't. Now, your host. She spent the last 25 years dedicated to feeling her best and is here to share her best findings with you, Susan Rosen. Hello, everyone. This is your host, Susan Rosen, and I'm here by myself today. No interview. There'll be another one next week. But today, I want to talk to you about medical hypnosis and answer the question, pretty much, can medical hypnosis help you? So everyone is familiar with hypnosis. People do it on stage and it's in plots of movies and television programs. But what I'm going to talk about today is not a party trick. Instead, it's a whole other area of hypnosis called medical hypnosis, which you can tell from the name gives you a good idea of what it is. Perhaps some of you have already experienced medical hypnosis. And for those of you who have, as well as for those who haven't, I'm going to share what I've learned about it because I really didn't know very much. Medical hypnosis has actually been around for more than 200 years and we all actually have experienced it already. When we were young or maybe even since we've been older, Perhaps we'd crash our bike or like me, trip on the street, or you get hit by a ball or you eat too much cake or candy. And we would be in some degree of pain. So we would lie down on the couch. Mom would say, here, go over there. Here's a pillow. Parent or grandparent would come up and they would, they would, you know, dress our wounds if you want to call it that, or hold our hand or give us a hug. And they would hold us and tell us that everything was going to be all right in a soothing and supportive tone of voice. And soon enough, we would start to relax. And then a little while later, we'd start to feel better. And pretty soon, we'd be back out in the yard playing. Or I remember myself sometimes when I couldn't get to sleep. And my mom or my dad would come in and just rub my back and talk to me and pretty soon I would be fast asleep. So medical hypnosis works the same way, just not with your mom or dad. It's with a trained professional instead. There are a number of areas that hypnosis can help with, and those include stress and anxiety, including phobias and PTSD, hot flashes, God, I wish I had known about that when I was having them, cancer treatment side effects from radiation or chemotherapy, pain control, and behavior changes like insomnia, smoking, and perhaps overeating. Medical hypnosis can help you relax and focus or refocus your mind, and it's been found to make you more open to new ideas. I like that. One thing it can't do, contrary to movies and books, is to force you to do anything that you would not do in a conscious state. It's not a kind of mind control. 
It can, however, help you to make behavioral and emotional changes by releasing and or reprogramming deep-seated thoughts and beliefs. Now, not everyone is a good subject for hypnosis. Some people are resistant to it, but if you're using it to resolve a specific issue, for example, then you will probably be more open to the experience. In essence, if you want to be hypnotized, then it will have a higher probability of working for you, which if you think about it, makes sense. That proves that hypnosis can't be used to make you do something you don't want to do. So that is a huge thing to remember. They can't hypnotize you and then tell you to go out and do this or do that. It doesn't work that way. It has been found through imaging studies that hypnosis actually changes brain activity. And researchers have also found that different and sometimes multiple parts of the brain can be affected by different hypnotic suggestions. One researcher I read about described the hypnosis session this way. You get someone's attention and then you offer them a new way of looking at a problem that will make the problem easier for them to manage. Sounds a little bit like coaching, but I think probably has better results, especially when you're talking about real pain and that sort of thing. Another description I found gives a bit more detail. It explains it as the left hemisphere of the brain responsible for logic, analysis, and synthesis of information is subdued while the right hemisphere of the brain responsible for nonverbal intuitive process is enhanced, making it more accessible to the subconscious mind. Hypnosis can impact physical symptoms because our mind and body are connected through our nervous system and our hormonal system. The same way that our thoughts and feelings and memories can impact our body and our mind, that's the same way that the hypnosis can work in helping you to make changes to lessen pain, etc. So I'm not going to get into the exact neurological descriptions of what's going on because I'm not a doctor, as I always let you know. And I am also not a scientist, so I'm not going to go there. There was a study looking at irritable bowel syndrome, better known as IBS, that's B as in boy, or B as in bowel, to see if hypnosis could change parts of an individual's physiological and neurological functions involved in pain management. They looked at IBS partly because so far modern medicine has not been able to identify any specific causes for it, and its ongoing pain tends to lead to depression and anxiety in patients. So far, traditional treatment has involved medications, lifestyle changes, and or mental health support to try and control the pain. For this particular study, there were two groups of women recruited. One group went through a gut, gut as in your... Uh, your intestines, gut, directed hypnotherapy regime, and the other received personal education sessions. The gut-directed 
hypnotherapy regime used visualization exercises and relaxation techniques to reduce pain levels in the brain. The hypnotherapy was performed by an experienced hypnotherapist using a written gut-directed script as applied in clinical settings. Participants in the hypnotherapy group attended seven one-hour-long sessions of individual hypnotherapy, approximately one session per week. Between sessions, the participants were instructed to practice daily using a pre-recorded compact disc. In the educational group, participants attended seven individual teaching sessions of 45 minutes each. MRI scans were conducted on both groups before and after the treatments. The before scans had no differences between the groups. The MRI scans after the treatment showed that there was indeed a decrease in the hypnotherapy group of the blood flow associated with the IBS in the brain where the blood flow increases, which the educational group didn't show. The hypnotherapy group also self-reported less pain after the treatments. So with that kind of results, let me go ahead and tell you that if you are interested in learning more about medical hypnotherapy and to help with a particular physical, mental, or maybe behavioral issue, it's best to find a licensed health or mental hypnotherapist, someone with advanced training and experience treating your issue. You can ask your doctor for a referral and or you can call one of the two major hypnosis associations, the American Society for Clinical Hypnosis or the Society for Clinical and Experimental Hypnosis. Both of the associations can give you more information about the treatment process and what you should expect during and after the sessions. I will put the links to the websites for both of these associations for you in the show notes. Personally, I would suggest you meet with the prospective therapist first, which I'm sure they probably are all going to want to do anyways, to talk about their personal experience with your issue or issues, go through the usual payment questions and how many sessions it would involve. And most importantly, as you would if you were looking for a new doctor, pay attention to how you get along with the person as you need to feel confident in their knowledge, skills, and abilities. If you feel tense when you're going to a session, that will make it more difficult for the hypnotherapy and hypnotherapist to be successful in helping you. To answer the question in the title of this podcast, can medical hypnosis help you? I think the answer is a strong yes, depending on your issue, of course, and whether you find a licensed hypnotherapist that you like and can work with. Clinical or medical hypnosis has many different applications for both physical and mental issues. And I'll go through this list again, just to remind you, things like anxiety and stress management, improving concentration and athletic performance, sexual dysfunction, quitting smoking, many kinds of pain, for instance, back, migraine, arthritis, cancer, cancer pain, sleep disorders, 
and weight control. And those are just some of the many issues that it can treat. I hope that this podcast has been helpful to introduce you to an area of health and wellness that most of us have only seen in movies or on TV. If you think that this would be helpful to you or someone you know, I would suggest that you contact your doctor first to get their advice and input and perhaps even a referral if they are experienced in having patients use this kind of therapy. So that's it for me today. I will finish up as usual saying that I am not a doctor and please do not take anything that I say here as medical advice. If you are having an issue, go see your medical doctor now. If you are having an emergency, please go to the emergency room. So that's it for me. I will be talking to all of you next week when, as I mentioned earlier, I have a great interview that I'm going to be putting on the podcast. Have a good week and a good new year because this is the first podcast after the new year. All ready for 2021. See you next week. This has been Healthy Tips After 50 with Susan Rosen. To stay on the cutting edge of the most effective health strategies, subscribe to this podcast and let us know what you thought of the show with a comment or like on iTunes. Visit HealthyTipsAfter50.com for this episode's show notes, more resources, and free offers.